Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Daniel, Daniel! I'm doing well, man. Yes. Glad to be here, baby. Yeah, me too. Big news day and the hilarity continues. Oh. I have got, I've got some cuts from you today from... Uh, 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 Eric Swalwell, uh, you know, uh, Hannity calls Beto or Beto Bozo, um, but uh, Swalwell may be the new Bozo, the clown. I mean, this guy, this congressman from California, what an Dude. embarrassment. I've got some other stuff from CNN, Brian Stelter, Chris Cuomo losing their minds. Um, what, what did you call it, Joe? Gloat Fest? Yeah, Gloat Fest 2019 <laughs> continues. We, <laughs> we need a sounder for that. Gloat yeah. Fest 2019. I'm going to find one. <laughs> you can run. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Go that. that uh, it continues. So uh, I got a stack show. We had the Smollett thing. So let me get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Policy Genius. Hey, getting life insurance can feel like assembling the world's worst jigsaw puzzle. Listen, it can be confusing, folks. It takes forever. And when you're finally done, it doesn't even look cool. But if you have mortgage kids or anyone who depends on your income... It's a puzzle you need to solve, and Policy Genius will help you do it, and they'll help you do it easy. Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the best policy for you. When you apply online, the advisors at Policy Genius will handle all the red tape. They'll even negotiate your rate with the insurance company. No commission sales agents, no hidden fees, just helpful advice and personalized service for you. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They make it easy to find home insurance, auto insurance, disability insurance. They're your one-stop shop for financial protection. Get peace of mind. Try Policy Genius. So if you find life insurance puzzling, head to policygenius.com. In two minutes, you can compare quotes, find the right policy, and save up to 40% doing it. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. We love policy genius. All right. I'm digging right into it. So uh, Eric Swalwell, the clown prince of Congress, an embarrassment to the Congress, an embarrassment to the country, an embarrassment to anyone claiming this knucklehead, appears on Martha McCallum's excellent show on the Fox News channel uh, yesterday. And Congressman Swalwell, you know, I I thank... um, I, I, Joe, I'm not even kidding. Like, I thank the yeah. Lord every day. Paul, I'm not joking, right, that I lost my my bid for Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, because if people like Eric Swalwell can get elected, and that is not a group I want to be associated <laughs> with ever. So thank you. I'm so glad. We lost by a sliver up in Maryland, but it was the greatest gift you ever gave me. Close to have to be associated with a moron like this, right? Yeah. It, 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 I, I can't. I can't deal with this guy. He appears on Martha McCallum last night. And instead of doing a massive mea culpa for being the premier collusion hoaxer out there along with Adam Schiff. What does he do? He doubles down. Watch this piece of this clip where he tries to defend the dossier and watch the astonished reaction by Martha McCallum, who cannot believe what she's hearing from this complete imbecile. Go ahead. Put the United States. So it doesn't bother you that the the Clinton campaign paid for a a dossier to be put together by someone who had all kinds of ties to intelligence and put together something that, that turned out to be not necessarily factual. That part of that kind of engagement hasn't been proved factual. Well, Christopher Till himself said it was a, not a finished work product. And you know, everyone factual, analyzed though. it said, well, I, I mean, which it, part was not proved factual? I mean, are you serious? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> so you think, you're, so you think that me. the dossier, okay, which part wasn't for proved one to be thing, factual? Michael Cohen said he never went to Prague. Do you agree wh- with that? Which part has been proved not to be factual? Well, the, the, there were basically, you know, a few main tenets of it. One of them was this salacious story about what happened in a hotel. None of that has proved to be to be factual. The meeting that Cohen supposedly took in Prague was also proved to not have happened. He testified that under oath in front of Congress that he so never wait, been to Prague. So now you accept what Michael Cohen said, because if you accept what Michael Cohen said about Prague, then I think you also have to accept that Michael Cohen saw Donald Trump talk to Roger Stone, where Roger Stone said the WikiLeaks attack is happening. So if, if you're accepting that, then you accept that Donald Trump knew about the Russian interference campaign. And that's the issue here, Mark. Oh, my gosh. It, you know... <laughs> You know, I tweeted out last night. Um, I have to stand. Sometimes on the show, we have to issue um, corrections. So I have to issue a correction now. And my apologies to my audience. Um, I had said to you previously, I believe that Adam Schiff was the dumbest member of Congress. I'm going to have to retract that. We are issuing a Bongino show and Bongino.com retraction if we printed an article saying that. Um, It is clear now. The evidence is clear that... In fact, Eric Swalwell is, in fact, the dumbest member of Congress. So my apologies to the audience. This guy, Martha McCallum looks absolutely 
Oh, astonished oh. that this member of Congress, <laughs> did you see the look on her face, Joe? Are, are, are She's you like, serious? wait, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Like, so the head of the FBI, Jim oh. Comey, who hates Donald Trump, calls this document salacious <laughs> and unverified. The the uh, head of the counterintel division, Bill Prystep of the FBI, admits on the record they were at the infancy stages of verifying it, meaning they didn't. Peter Stroke, the lead investigator, says there's no there there. Elisa Page, as late as May when Mueller was appointed of 2017, the FBI lawyer, Lisa Page admits it still could have been literally nothing. The guy whose name is, is supposedly Christopher Steele authored the dossier admits he's only 50-50 if any of it's true. None of it's been verified so i'm gonna go to i don't want to repeat the show we did the other day nah. i'm just gonna nail this and hopefully in two minutes or less because i feel bad for martha i really do because she knows it's garbage and i don't think she thought swalwell was dumb enough to actually go on the air and insist this was true it's she's always prepared if you know martha yeah, McCallum. Sure. yeah i think she was just incredulous joe that this lunatic went on the air still defending a document that has been entirely debunked. So just to give Swalwell, to show you how dumb this guy is, he says, well, what part has been proven, uh, hasn't been proven factual? Quote, the extensive conspiracy between Trump and the Russian government, entirely debunked by the Mueller probe. Two, Michael Cohen's been to Prague. Unlike Eric Swalwell, who has no evidence that happened, there's not a passport on Cohen's passport for Prague. He's testified under oath, along with Lanny Davis, a Clinton lawyer working for Cohen, that they've never been to Prague. Unlike the other allegation Cohen made that Swalwell references about this Roger Stone phone call, there's actual evidence Cohen hasn't been to Prague, Joe. You know what it is? <laughs> the guy's passport. He's never been to Prague. No. Sw Eric Swalwell is an attorney. Folks, to the law school that gave this guy his JD, immediately immediately either go out of business or take your JD back. <laughs> this guy is a class one level imbecile. Okay, dude, it goes dude. on. What else in the dossier has not been proven? The guy's got to get checked. That, that, right, right. Yeah, yeah, please, please. That, that Carter Page was working with a bunch of Putin operatives and cutting a bribery deal with the oil company Rosneft. It, it totally, completely discredited. Page has never been charged with that. No serious person has gone on the record indicating any of that is, in fact, true. Oh, man. That there's a pee, -pee tape out there. <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. Joe knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so I'll leave the details. But that Trump's in a, a pee, pee tape, we'll call it. it. Completely not true. There is never any a, a scintilla of evidence that any of this is true. That Carter Page worked with Paul Manafort to organize the Trump conspiracy with Russia. There's no conspiracy with Russia. Carter Page never met Paul Manafort. They don't know each other. There's no evidence they even met. That Donald Trump paid Russian hackers to infiltrate the DNC. Zero evidence of that. Entirely discredited by the Mueller report and his 675-day investigation. That Donald Trump had an eight-year relationship with Russian intel. Another component of the dossier. Debunked. Completely debunked. Entirely debunked. The Mueller report, no evidence that's true whatsoever. Finally, I could go on for days, but I don't want to repeat the show we did the other day. I just want to show you how dumb of a human being Eric Swalwell is. This <laughs> is a discredited lunatic sitting up there with a tinfoil cap on, hoping the, the, the UFO rays don't penetrate his skull. That Gubarev, the guy Gubarev who runs XBT Holdings, that they, in fact, marshaled this effort to hack into the DNC. Entirely untrue. Gubarev sued in a court, it was so false for defamation. So I'm going to recommend this, and I'm serious. Because the left understands, as my good friend Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch says often, that Joe, process is punishment. Mm -hmm. The left uses the legal system and other things. You, I know I've said this to you before. Yeah. To punish people. I'm going to recommend, and I'm serious. I'm not kidding here, folks. Carter Page, Alexei Gubarev, Donald Trump, Manafort, anyone else, if Eric Swalwell goes on the air and smears you again, indicating that these false stories about you are in fact true, I am dead serious. You should sue the snot out of this clown prince of goofballery. Sue this guy into oblivion. I'm not kidding. Oh, we don't sue on right. Well, we should start. Yeah.
They want to make, right, Joe? They want to make the process punishment. You make the process punishment, too. I'm serious. Carter Page, Manafort, Kubrick, sue him personally. Yep. Sue Swalwell. Take this guy to court and make this guy produce a scent, a scintilla of evidence that what he said on the air last night with Martha McCallum was true. I can't get over Martha McCallum's face. She's like, is it? Are you serious? Like you're doubling down on stupid? That was a jam, dude. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Was it ever? I'm watching it with my wife, right, last night. Yeah. Um, We we had a kind of a down day yesterday. It was a long story. I had a close person to me. My aunt was like a second mom pass, and we we tried to get up to the funeral, and the flight was delayed. It was just so we... It's just a long story. Um, I don't want to, you know, bore you with the details, but it was a long day, and my, you know, Paula wasn't feeling that way. So we're sitting on the couch, we're watching this, uh, and we're looking at each other like we don't know what to say. Like Paula, who's become really knowledgeable about this case with me, of course, my wife Paula, for those of you know, uh, is looking at me like, did that just happen? Like, is this guy still insisting the the hoax dossier is real? Like, what? Just let it go. Like Elsa from Frozen, let it go, let it go. <laughs> What is it? What's the rest of the? How does the rest of the song go? I haven't heard. Of, you can't turn around. Whatever the hell it says, <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go, brother. It's over. Drop the L. Just let it go. Take the loss. It's done. Forget it. You you you're six seconds into the triangle choke here, and there's no oxygen going to your brain. Tap out. Just let it go. Oh my gosh. To this guy's district in California, if you reelect this buffoon, you own this guy. And I feel really bad for you. It speaks to the intellectual vacuum in Congress. I thank the Lord every day I'm not part of. My gosh. <laughs> All right. It's a stack show. I, I, I promised myself 10 minutes. We're now 12 minutes. So on that topic, because I didn't want to redo the dossier. But it's just I can't believe that happened. What part has been proven on you? Uh, gee, all of it? Right. I don't know, Eric. <laughs> what part of it? You don't know? She's like, she's sitting there. Oh my gosh, she's got to be thinking in her head. I cannot believe this. I can't believe this is happening. Uh. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. Let me move on. I got, I'm going to get to some more stuff at CNN and other things. I got Man. more on this, including this devastating uh, Ukraine angle, which we broke in our book, uh, thanks to the hard work of uh, D.C. McAllister, Matt Palumbo, and me, who combined forces on our original book, Spygate. I want to get to that. But before I get to that, there was an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal today about how the left is is gone just insane. I think we know that as evidenced by Eric Swalwell's clownery in that piece there. But it's a good piece. Um, it's exposing the left's called How Dems Plan to Lock in a Majority by Stephen Law, uh, March 26, 2019, Wall Street Journal opinion column. If you all want to look it up your own yourself, it's subscription only, so I'll leave it out of the show notes. But I'll get to you the, 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 the gist of it. It's very good. He makes the point, this guy, Stephen Law, that the Democrats don't just want to win in 2020, Joe. When I say the win, I mean the presidential election against Donald Trump because they hate him. Yeah. Um, they want to make sure that a person like Donald Trump, matter of fact, the Republican never wins again. Um, that's how angry they are. And he lists out a bunch of serious, deeply troubling legislative, legal, and kind of backdoor maneuvers the Democrats want to implement to make sure, Joe, people like you and I, Paula, and every conservative listening to this show out there never, never have a voice again. Let's go through them one by one. Talk about House Resolution uh, number one. The first move, the first move when the uh, Republican, excuse me, when the Democrats took power back from the Republicans mm-hmm. on the House show. Right. They uh, put a bill out there, H.R. 1 which was going to basically restrict political spending. In other words, speech suppression. Um, there were there was a suggestion that Washington, D.C., number two, be made a, a state, that the District of Columbia be made a state, which would give what? The mm-hmm. Democrats, two more U.S. senators. Instead of absorbing D.C. into Maryland or splitting D.C. amongst Maryland and Virginia, they want to make D.C. a separate entity. Why, Joe? It was never the purpose of the founders. No. Because they want two more Democratic sure. senators. That's why. So first, we have this restriction on political speech, which would basically ban any of these political ads you see on television uh, that support specific issues by independent groups. Um, D.C. estate would lead to two more Democrats. They want to pack the Supreme Court. They're talking about we've seen this amongst the presidential candidates, adding another uh, uh, six members or so of the Supreme Court. 
They want to make sure they eliminate the filibuster on the Democrat side. You can expect that to happen. So their majority, if they were to take back the Senate, a 51 vote, there'd be no filibuster against it. You'd only need 51 to pass it through. Now, I, they're going to do it anyway. That's why I tell the Republicans, you should just do it now. Right, right. Finally, they want to drop the voting age to 16. Quick story. I just want to get that out there second because this is important stuff. We have a 2020 election coming up. These are serious moves, folks. If they were to drop the restrictions on political spending, there'd be no ability for conservatives, conservative groups, businesses who have an interest in this country. There'd be no ability for them to do what's protected by the First Amendment, Joe. Petition their government. Right. You would be effectively shut out. Hmm. D.C. estate, they'd have two more senators. Packing the Supreme Court would be a disaster. The next president, if they were, or he or she were a Democrat, would get, if you move it to 16, you'd get what? You'd get six selections who'd be all super liberal maniacs and we'd be finished forever. Eliminating the filibuster would allow them just to push through. There'd be no Republican ability to stop their uh, legislation at all. And dropping the voting age to 16, of course, would massively expand the voting pool to people who would largely vote Democrat because, you know, at 16, this is where Democrats, the Democrats are at the point now where they will do anything, anything to push their agenda through. And they feel that 16 year olds would largely vote Democrat. All right, moving. I just want to get that out there. This is important stuff. Keep your eye on this. 2020, show up to vote. Make sure you bring 10 of your friends. It's critical. All right, moving on um, to story number three. This is going to be our keynote story of the day. All right. Our anchor story for the show. John Solomon, who, uh, again, I can't hat tip enough. John Solomon knows the entire story here, understands the level of depravity involved in this collusion hoax, but he gets it in deeper layers. Now, one of the things we've been saying for a long time, again, included in my initial book, Spygate, on this topic, has been, it's not just that Trump didn't collude with the Russians, ladies and gentlemen. That's now obvious, despite the protestations of clown Swalwell, Bozo, uh, Bozo Swalwell, Bozo the Swalwell instead of Bozo the Clown. <laughs> so Bozo the Swalwell, it's not just that he keep they keep sticking to this Russian collusion hoax based on the dossier and the dossier only. I've said to you from the start that the collusion hoax is really a, a myth. It's a fairy tale. It's a fable intended exclusively to distract you from a real collusion scandal. That collusion scandal involves the media, the Democrats, Russian operatives, and Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very, very serious, devastating scandal that goes up to some very wealthy people and some names you may have heard. Get ready. One of them is our friend George Soros. This is a big, big deal. Here is a story from The Hill by John Solomon. It will be in the show notes today. Ladies and gentlemen, please read the show notes. If you go to the pot, go to our website, Bongino.com, click on the podcast menu. The mm-hmm. show notes are attached to the show. If you subscribe to the email list, I'll send these articles to you. Headline of the story. U.S. Embassy pressed Ukraine to drop probe of George Soros Group during the 2016 election. Let's pull a cut from this piece because this is absolutely devastating. Now, we've talked about a lot of this before but never with this level of detail. So from the, uh, from the uh, John Solomon piece, he's talking about effectively what is the Ukrainian attorney general right now, a guy named Letsenko. He says, Letsenko told me he was stunned when the ambassador, talking about our ambassador, the U.S. ambassador. So the U.S. ambassador gives the equivalent of the Ukrainian attorney general, quote, gave me a list of people who we should not prosecute. Folks, I was on this story days ago, but out of respect for a source, I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. The list included a founder of the Ant-AC group and two members of parliament who vocally supported the group's anti-corruption reform agenda, according to a source directly familiar with the meeting. Keep that up for a moment. So the Ukrainian attorney general is saying the United States ambassador, a woman by the name, remember this name, Marie Yovanovitch, remember the name, gave him a list of people that should not be prosecuted in the Ukraine. This is his allegation. It goes on. It turns out that the group that Ukrainian law enforcement was probing was co-funded by the Obama administration and liberal mega donor George Soros. And it was collaborating with FBI agents investigating. Listen to this, Beb. Then Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort's business activities with pro-Russian figures in Ukraine. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Folks, again, if you read my first book, you know about Alexandra Chalupa, the Democrat National Committee operative who leaves her position, who it's alleged is working hand in hand with Ukrainian officials in the United States and the media to feed stories about Manafort, who at the time is associated with both Republicans and is, is going to be the, the Trump campaign chairman for uh, 100 days later on here. She is working with Ukrainians to feed this information to the press about Manafort. We now find out that the U.S. ambassador, remember the name, this is going to get good, folks. I promise you I've got some good intel on this. Marie Yovanovitch gives the Ukrainian effectively attorney general a list of people do, do not prosecute because they're investigating this group, Ant AC for Corruption. And as it turns out, the group is being funded by our tax dollars via the Obama administration and also liberal mega donor George Soros. Folks. This is devastating. Were U.S. tax dollars being used in Ukraine to assist the work of Democrat political consultants who were being paid vis-a-vis George Soros' group, ladies and gentlemen, being paid to attack Paul Manafort and some others who were working on behalf of opposing political figures in Ukraine. I get it. That was circuitous, Mm -hmm. and it may not make sense. Let me explain it in simpler terms. Okay, good. Were you funding in Ukraine Obama consultants who were being paid, basically privately, not to engage in the political work in the United States? In other words, these were not diplomatic efforts. Here's, maybe this will make more sense when I put up this political piece. Paul, right. if you wouldn't mind, throw that up on the screen. For those of you who want to watch along at home with the video, youtube.com slash Bongina. You can see the imagery. Don't worry, I'll explain it to you for the audio uh, podcast listeners as well. Uh, this is a 2009 headline, Politico, by Ben Smith and Ken Vogel. Quote, headline, Obama consultants land abroad. Let me read to you a little bit of this piece, and this will start to make sense. In Kiev and Kharkiv and other cities in Ukraine, American political consultants who worked against one another in Iowa and New Hampshire and in the general election are facing off again in a somewhat surreal Eastern European replay of the 2008 campaign. Talking about the uh, Obama-McCain uh, campaign. Uh, next next uh, slide, please, from the, uh, from the piece. This is important. It goes on. They're talking about paid political consultants here, this mm-hmm. Politico piece. These are not diplomats on behalf of the United States, folks. These are paid political consultants working in the free market who should be financed not even a scintilla with your tax dollars. Talking about the firm headed by Hillary Clinton's former chief strategist, Mark Mark Penn, is helping run incumbent President Yushchenko's campaign. Meanwhile, Paul Manafort, whose firm worked on Republican John McCain's losing effort, and Tad Devine, a top strategist on the Democrat presidential campaign of Al Gore in 2000 and John Kerry in 2004, are consulting for Viktor Yanukovych, the pro-Russian frontrunner in the polls. Ladies and gentlemen, a bunch of political, basically political operatives, Manafort and others, took a paycheck I'm not absolving anybody here, Manafort or anyone else, right. and I'm not a- suggesting they did anything illegal. Right, right. To go work as a political operative in Ukraine is entirely legal, ladies and gentlemen, as long as you register appropriately if you start lobbying the United States. You have to register under FARA, Foreign Agency Registration Act, which is what they prosecuted Manafort on. I'm not alleging anything illegal. But understand this first part of the story. There are competing political party operatives Democrats for Hillary, Democrats for Obama, and Republicans like Manafort. Manafort, who had assisted on the McCain campaign when they tried to hit McCain with the same allegations of Russian collusion. Remember? Folks, if you're not watching this week's shows or listening to them, please do, because this will make a world of sense if you understand yesterday's show and the day before show we did as well. Episodes 943 and 944. Please. This attack on Trump, that he's a Russian colluder, had already already been tried on John McCain vis-a-vis his relationship with Manafort. It had already been tried. Yeah. 
I showed you the piece by Circa.com, the John Solomon piece, where there were already allegations. What stopped this thing, the McCain collusion thing, from taking off in the press is McCain was given a defensive briefing by the FBI. And who was the president at the time? George Bush. Yeah. Bush did not allow the FBI to go and run with a case against John McCain that would have been political. You see what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. The case against Trump was allowed to run amok the FBI investigation because the president was Barack Obama, who I'm willing to say now is corrupt, entirely corrupt. It is now clear that the White House had some involvement in this based on the text messages of FBI agents involved in the case. It's clear as day. This attack was tried on McCain before in the past. They knew to go back to this template. These political consultants who were working in Ukraine all know each other. Obama people versus Hillary people versus the Republican people represented by Manafort. They were not advancing a taxpayer diplomatic agenda. You copy this? Please tell me you get it. They were they were conducting bi- private business via mm-hmm. political consulting. Mm-hmm. In other words, if Joe goes over to Ukraine representing Joe Political Strategies, Inc., he is not a U.S. diplomat. He is not speaking on behalf of the United States government. He is engaging in a free market strategic political enterprise. Not illegal. Here's where the questions start to surface. Going back to that John Solomon piece, this is important. It's now alleged that U.S. taxpayer dollars through the Obama administration went to fund a group that was commingling funds with George Soros, who is a liberal donor, who was donating to a group that was engaged in political attacks against Manafort and others under the guise of anti-corruption efforts. And suspiciously, the United States ambassador, who is the highest diplomat in Ukraine for the United States, Joe, then conveniently gives the Ukrainians a list of people. Don't touch these people, according to the report, at least. It says, do not prosecute. Mm -hmm. Don't touch these people. Mm -hmm. And on that list are people associated with the group funded by George Soros and you. Do you understand the depth of this scandal now? Your taxpayer dollars are being commingled with private free market political consultant, liberal mega donor money to go after political opponents of the Obama administration in Ukraine. Who conveniently later on go to work for the Trump team. And conveniently become the key figures in a dossier used by the FBI to spy on the Trump team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Joe, is this making sense? Yeah. Yeah. That last little bit you did. The there, Obama tied, administration. Tied it a little bit for, for me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You getting my my the, yeah. the lead here of the story? Mm-hmm. Headline. <laughs> the lead of the <laughs> story is the Obama administration co-mingled diplomatic U.S. efforts funded by your taxpayer dollars with political attacks from legal, uh, liberal mega-donors. This is the story. What happened in Ukraine is going to be a neutron bomb-level bombshell. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. At, not only did they co-mingle diplomatic and, and, and political efforts, Pay private political efforts by consultants familiar with the Obama administration. The U.S. ambassador is alleged to have told them not to touch these people. While they were using Manafort and the history of Manafort to fabricate a phony dossier through steel to then go after and spy on Trump in the United States and his team. Do you understand how devastating this story is, folks? Now, I want to get to two other angles on this Ukraine story, what they're hiding here, and you'll see how much of a panic they are. Please tell me it makes sense, yeah. and I'm going to move on. Yeah, we're with you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah, this has good. to make sense. The, the collusion was between the U.S. officials representing the United States government and Ukrainian officials pipelining mm-hmm. information back in the United States used to prosecute Trump through Chalupa, Ukrainian officials, and the DNC, the media, and others. While your taxpayer dollars are funding it. All right, let me. we got to get to uh, pay for the show. Let me get this because i got two more key points on this before I move on. This is a huge story. Huge. 
All right, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. It's one of my original sponsors. The reason they're one of my original sponsors is because they make the finest nutrition supplements on the market. If you're not using their products, folks, you're really missing out. These products have done three things for me. They make me look better, feel better, and perform better in the gym. What else can you ask for? One of their best products out there, which my wife has fallen in love with recently, I was an early adopter, I asked them to create this product, is Field of Greens. Folks, we all know copious amounts of fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthy life. Every single sane medical professional, nutritionist, personal trainer, anyone familiar with nutrition will tell you, you need your fruits and vegetables, those micronutrients, those, those phytochemicals in there. It's the key to a long, healthy life. Well, what's the problem? Problem is, I know, they're hard. You got to go shopping for them. A lot of them are perishable. Some of us aren't great cooks. They're tough to prepare. Fruits and vegetables, don't worry. Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition has your problem solved. It is a delicious tasting powder, but this is an extract. Here's the problem. A lot of their competitors out there use crap garbage extract in pills. This is not extract. This is real food. In other words, this is ground up, healthy, wholesome blueberries, fruits, vegetables at the peak of ripeness with all those wonderful compounds for your body ground up into it. This is food. This is not an extract. You put the powder in juice, put it in water, put it in a protein shake, however you like it. It tastes delicious. And it is your serving of fruits and vegetables a day. I love this product. My wife loves this product. My family loves it. My mother-in-law loves it. We have a refrigerator in the garage. My mother-in-law goes in there, takes some of it sometimes because I get some of it for free and takes it home. It is that good. Go give it a shot. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up your jar of Field of Greens today. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. You will not regret it. It's a great product. Okay. Two final points. The real collusion here is the Ukrainian collusion with the Obama administration and serious allegations that Marie Yovanovitch, Alexandra Chalupa, the DNC and others are knee deep in this whole thing in an effort to launder information to the Ukraine into the United States while U.S. tax dollars are going being funded to fund a group associated with George Soros. Now to the attacks on people who exposed some of these Soros connections by people like Media Matters and others make sense? Yeah. Joe, I know you know exactly where I'm going with this. Folks, you may have missed it, but a couple of months ago, some Soros stories started to break. Soros has been a liberal mega donor for a long time, the liberal causes, which is fine. I don't, it's perfectly legal for Mm -hmm. George Soros to donate to liberal groups. I'm not a speech suppression tyrant like the Democrats we exposed in that first story about their new Mm -hmm. bill. That's fine. Soros can do whatever he wants. But it's also fair in a free society to be able to report on what George Soros does with his money. George Soros is not a protected class. Now, a couple of months ago, a lot of these stories started to come out. And all of a sudden, the lunatic clown show at Media Matters and other people out there, there were these liberal groups saying, wow, you can't attack George Soros. This is anti-Semitic. And everybody started to back up because what joke? What do liberals do every single time when liberals have no substantive rebuttal to an argument and they don't this story now is coming from Ukraine in a credible outlet. Solomon has done excellent work. The Ukrainian effectively their attorney general is reporting this story himself. This is a credible. Whenever you're over the target, Uh the liberals will cry racist xenophobe. Yes. Misogynistophobic, xenophobic, phobophobic, transphobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, phobophobic, That's all they have. These imbeciles have nothing else. They don't have anything. Their IQs are sub 60. They don't know what they're talking about. So they had nothing on Soros except for the fact that Soros is Jewish. So they said these are anti-Semitic. Ladies and gentlemen, these are substantive Critical analysis of a liberal mega donor's role in potentially a huge foreign collusion scandal. If you can indicate to me how that has anything to do with his religion at all, I am open. Email me. I'd love to hear it. But if you think for a second, for a moment, for a sliver of time, you're going to intimidate me or other people on the right who have the right to free speech and talk about other people's speech. You are insane. Matter of fact, we're going to double down now and we're going to talk about it because now you gave up your own cookies. You gave it up. Now with your nonsense, ridiculous, outrageous, discredited attacks, these are anti-Semitic attacks. Really? Nobody's been a bigger supporter. Nobody. 
of Jewish causes and the Israeli cause than me. You are going to humiliate yourself. Now you let us know we're over the target, which says to me, Joe, Mm -hmm. they are terrified of this Soros connection to this Ukrainian group. Terrified. Do not be cowed. Do not fear. The worst thing you can do is to cave to these fake fraud attacks. Oh my gosh, they're going to accuse me of anti-Semitism. No, they're going to lie is what they're going to do. That's when you double down. They're making that up. One final story on this Ukraine connection, which I've already addressed, but I'm going to tell you again how troubling this is. So we know Obama political consultants are being paid in Ukraine. We know Soros is funding a group in Ukraine that our taxpayer dollars are being somehow commingled with. We know that group is going after Manafort, who becomes the subject of an investigation with the FBI and a dossier used to spy on the Trump team. Mm -hmm. We know there's a Democrat National Committee operative, Alexandra Chalupa, who leaves and is alleged to have been working with Ukrainian officials in the United States to pass stories to people in the U.S. media to be used to attack Manafort and Trump. We also know that Joe Biden, Barack Obama's vice president, Joe Biden appears in Ukraine in April of 2016. And all of a sudden, as reported by the Washington Post, his son, Hunter Biden, magically gets a well-paying spot on Burisma, Ukrainian natural gas company. It seems weird a little bit. A little weird, Pee Wee, doesn't it? Little weird. Now, are the people associated with Joe Biden's son and his appointment to a prominent Ukrainian natural gas company after Biden appears in Ukraine himself? Are any of those people going to appear on a do not prosecute list? Hmm. I guess time will tell, won't it? Yeah. What else are they hiding over there, folks? How'd Joe Biden's kid get on there? What's up with Joe Biden and John Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines? Oh, John Kerry's uh, consultants were working in Ukraine too, according to that political piece? Fascinating. Chris Hines and his association, his business association with Hunter Biden's thick. What's up with Devin Archer, former John Kerry consultant, political consultant, having some business associations with Hunter Biden and others? Just how deep does the collusion with Ukrainians go? How many Democrats are going to go down? You watch, you report on this story, and you will see the Democrats go into level six panic mode. Dude. They are freaking out over this. We're going to need a giant fan for this one. If You're get darn right drift. we are, brother. Yeah. And we have been on this from day one. Yes, sir. Contrary to the protestations of the lunatics out there. Yes, sir. I don't care who gets credit for anything. I only care that the truth comes out. And the truth is devastating. All right, let's do this finally because I got some great stuff. I want to go back to Chris Cuomo humiliating himself again. This is great. Chris Cuomo <laughs> with Sean Duffy. So we'll get to that. And our buddy um, George Costanza, uh, uh, Brian Stelter, who uh, he's got some problem with his voice. It's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. All right, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Hair Club. Listen, your confidence is important. And sometimes one change can make all the difference. Hair Club knows this. They're inviting you to become part of the Hair Club family to see how getting the most out of your hair can change your life. They understand the emotions you're feeling, questions you may have about your hair. Hair Club is the leader in total hair solutions. They have a legacy of success lasting over 40 years. Excuse me. Whether you're looking to revitalize the growth of your own hair or to learn more about the latest proven methods for hair replacement or restoration, Hair Club's professionally trained stylists, their hair health experts, and consultants will craft a personalized solution for you making sure you feel your best and you get the most out of your hair. See for yourself how powerful great hair can be. Folks, we it, listen, there's a, um, it's, it's, hair's it, man. We're like Samson. Our power's in our hair. Check out Hair Club. Get ready to love your hair. If you're a new client, just dial star star 005 from your mobile phone, and they'll shoot you a text to schedule your free hair health and scalp analysis right now from your phone. That's star star 005 to set your appointment and get your free hair care kit and a $250 credit towards qualifying services. That's a total value of $300 for new clients. Just dial star star 205, uh, excuse me, star star 005, star star 005, 
Dial star star zero zero five and you'll get your $250 credit, a credit towards qualifying services at total value of $300. Experience your hair and your life at its best only with Hair Club. I'm certain you will love the club. Okay, moving on. Um, as if the humiliation doesn't stop with Bozo the Swalwell and others and, <laughs> and uh, Shifty and all these other clowns who've entirely discredited themselves. Um, Chris Cuomo, uh, the the governor's son, who uh, I'm not really sure what Cuomo's claim to fame is other than his last name, uh, magically has a show on CNN primetime watched by tens of people in airports. Um, yeah, I didn't say that, not tens of thousands, tens, uh, watched by tens of people forced to watch it in airports, mm-hmm. by the way. So Cuomo has a really great guy on his show, uh, Sean Duffy, representative from Wisconsin, you may have seen before. He's a really nice guy. And uh, Cuomo says uh, something so dumb, he makes Bozo the Swalwell um, looks like a protege of, of, of Albert Einstein. Play this cut of Swalwell. This, I mean, excuse me, of Cuomo. This is funny. Did the president know? So at so least we can have some accountability. What I think you want to know is who duped us? Because, I mean, there's an all I want to know that, too, but you guys have to figure that out. No, but you should know that. You should, you've been talking about this for over two years. You should say, who actually set this up? I know you guys are supposed the, to figure the, that the, out. The people, well, the Mueller did. and said, I, I know it wasn't No, Donald but that Trump. was an oversight issue, but, is what do we do to make but, ourselves but, safer? Nunez and your boys didn't want to do anything about it. You, what you guys did is you reported on it, and you took, the, you, you, you took all these salacious you know, reports of all of this scandal, and for two years, and I think you know, you got to say, who, we, listen, we got to analyze how we get our information because for two years, every single hour of every day, we talked about it. And I think, uh, and some, I mean, I, I don't want to sit and cast blame on you. I think you've been fair. But I look at the American people and they go, do I trust the media? Do I trust the Democrats who have been peddling the well, story? Part of the reason you're asking false? yourself that, Sean, is because for the and, first time in our history, we have a president who tells everybody that the media is their enemy. And that well, the institutions Chris, of our democracy Chris, can't be if, trusted. But Chris, if, not you, the if, best if the media was, but if the media was doing its job, they would be far more skeptical. But we're not the investigators. The that they got. But you're the reporters, and the reporters, you have a job to make sure you're putting out the right facts. Of and course, for two you years, do. you put out the wrong facts. What were wrong? That's facts. significant. What wrong well, facts did we put? Hmm. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what what wrong fa- um listen in the interest of time because i could do an entire show on what wrong facts cnn put out about this case um i'm gonna hat tip amber athy from the daily caller yeah. and i'm gonna include this story in the show notes today um amber athy put together a list the title of the piece is the media the media's russia bombshells look even worse now that Mueller found no collusion um there's a list it's not just cnn but others but to show you how ridiculous Chris Cuomo is, I, I, this guy's incredible. Let's just go through a short list of some of the stories CNN put out that were absolutely false. And again, I don't fault a representative Duffy, like Martha McCallum in the cut we played prior, Joe. Mm-hmm. He's probably incredulous that this is like, you don't expect to go on the air and have an argument about is 10 plus 10 equal 20. <laughs> and then the guy goes, no, it equals 21. And you're like, and then he's going, prove to me it doesn't equal 21. And you're sitting there like, um, how do I do it? Like, you have to get in. Here's the best way to say it. Like, no, would you bring an abacus to that interview? You would never expect some. This is why McCallum and Duffy are both like, wait, wait. You're asking me to catalog your fake news stories if they don't exist? And McCallum's sitting there like, you're asking me to show you the fake dossier we just proved was fake is fake? It's like getting called in an interview. Like, no, no, 10 plus 10 equals 21. And you're like, and then the guy goes, what? You don't have an abacus? You can't prove it. And you're like, who would bring an abacus? I didn't expect to bring, I didn't expect you to say something so stupid. I'm going to help these guys out here. And, and it's sad we have to do this, but I'm going to go through just a few. Again, you can read them in Amber Athey's piece of CNN's fake news. Number one, the Don Jr. WikiLeaks story where CNN accused Don Jr. of collusion with WikiLeaks that Don Jr. had gotten an email uh, from WikiLeaks with these classified emails or he got in a DM and he got it before these emails were published. Um, wrong. They got the date wrong. Yep. They said he got them on September 14th. That's not what happened. Those emails were published 10 days earlier. They got the date wrong. Those emails were published 10 days before. Effectively, Don Jr. got a spam email from WikiLeaks. The story was completely wrong. You understand what I'm saying, folks? CNN alleged that Don Jr. got a sneak preview by WikiLeaks of leaked emails. They said that because the date was wrong. Those emails were already public, and Don Jr. didn't answer the email. 
<laughs> or the DM or whatever they sent him. Second story, Anthony Scaramucci, I believe, even threatened to sue over this. It was so wrong. The Mooch was not under investigation. CNN reported that the Mooch relied on a single unnamed source uh, at CNN to claim that Scaramucci was under investigation for a meeting he took with a Russian banker prior to Trump's inauguration. The Mooch denied the story. CNN gave him an apology and three employees resigned over the botched piece. Did Chris miss this? Chris, you work at CNN. Were you not there when the magic happened there? Remember that, show, remember that show Cribs on MTV? Every time they go in, but this is where the magic happens. They show the bedroom. Did you miss where the magic happened in CNN? Did you miss those two? Wait, there's more. CNN reported that Jim Comey was going to testify up on the Hill, that he did not, in fact, tell President Trump he wasn't under investigation. When he did, he did testify Trump wasn't under investigation or that he told him that. CNN got the prediction wildly wrong. They screwed it up again. Major, major CNN bombshell that turned into one of those caps you used to throw on the ground. That goes, perp, perp. Yeah. remember those? Those little white things yeah. with the, you threw them on the ground? Yeah, they're cool. Story number four, the Trump Tower meeting. CNN was going to report, or did report, excuse me, that Trump attorney Michael Cohen was prepared to tell special counsel Bob Mueller that the president had advanced knowledge of a Trump Tower meeting between his son and the Russians. Wrong. CNN later said, according to Lanny Davis, that the story got mixed up. Folks, Chris Cuomo, one, is wrong. The CNN is a, there's more. I had to stop in the interest of time. CNN is not a serious news outlet anymore. I'm sorry if you believe they are. And that they're not a serious news outlet is, is, is evidenced by the fact that their own anchor in primetime, you know, Bozo the Cuomo, Bozo the Cuomo goes on the air and isn't even aware of their own screw-ups like they never happen. Secondly, his assertion, and Jeff Zucker, head of CNN, another clown, his assertion that we're not investigators, we're just reporters. What? 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 Say what? You're called investigative reporters. Like, did you miss that? One, it's clear you're not investigators. We knew that. But the whole purpose of reporting is to sift through a series of statements and data points to find out which ones are true and which ones are not. It is to be a witness to the truth. Did you miss this? That's the media's job. So you're telling me, Cuomo, your job is not to investigate anything? He's Listen to the cut. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, rewind the YouTube or rewind the show on iTunes or iHeart, wherever you listen. Rewind and listen to that again. I'm giving you a second there. Chris Cuomo just said on the air, along with Jeff Sucker, who runs CNN, that their job is not to investigate this stuff. They're not investigators. So let me be clear. I can send, I wouldn't, of course, but I can send CNN an entirely bogus story on a data point that's entirely fictitious. The Democrats are being bribed by the Chinese. Mm -hmm. There's a billion dollars in donations to the DNC right now that are being laundered. I can send that, and your job is not to investigate at all, and you'll put that on the air? Don't do that, because I'm serious. CNN will put that on the air because they're so stupid, and they'll blame me. <laughs> There's no truth to that, what I just said at all. That's how worried I am about I'm not even kidding. <laughs> are you telling me you're so dumb that you will actually put that on the air, despite the fact I just told you it's not true? It's hyperbolic nonsense. I just made up to accentuate a point. Your job isn't to investigate anything? Why would you watch CNN? Why would you watch it? The guy just told you anything goes on the air at any point. We don't investigate. I mean... It the TV news program guaranteed to contain no news whatsoever. Dude, that's the greatest <laughs> drop you ever threw in the show. No news is good news with Gary Gnu. You know, my I love my wife Paula, but she did not know who Gary Gnu was. I had oh, to show yeah. her on YouTube. Joe, didn't you grow up? Well, you're a little older than me, but you remember the great Space Coaster, right? Oh, yeah. The greatest show ever. Oh, that was ever. Yeah. I love that show. And Gary Gnu was on there. And that was Gary. We, you yes. know what? We need a video cut of Gary Gnu. Man, Paula, you think in post-production of the show, can you put in a screenshot of Gary Gnu? 
Thank you, my lovely wife, who makes the show in post-production <laughs> I've wonderful. Been Some so of the stuff you see on the screen, that, you know? she puts it in. Oh, I know. This is Chris Cuomo. He is the new Gary Gnu. Chris the Gnu Cuomo. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, before I don't want to. I don't want to miss this one. Uh, before we move on to the next story, he's got a uh, little bit of time left in the show. So uh, one of the other big conspiracy theories CNN put out there that they did not vet was, in fact, the conspiracy theory line in general. What do I mean by that? To show you that CNN is fake news, that Chris Cuomo was wrong, they did put fake news out there as well. Brian Stelter, a long time ago, who uh, the George Costanza of CNN, uh, who hysterically hosts a show called Reliable Sources, uh, which I think they should recall, rename Unreliable Bull. Um, you get the rest. Stelter's a joker. He was a coffee boy at CNN who magically got a show nobody watches. So his tens of viewers who are subjected to this guy's garbage. I'm not sure if you remember this, but about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, Mark Levin, conservative radio host, who is a, a, a really Stelter couldn't shine his shoes. He's such a moron. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mark Levin, who is a friend um, and a super talented, brilliant guy, Mark Levin put out on his radio show that there, that there was likely a FISA application generated against Donald Trump. Folks, I know now none of this sounds, you're like, I don't get it. Of course there was a, now we know not only was there an application, it was approved. But I'm not sure if you remember, but prior to the work of John Solomon and others out there, and a couple of sources we put out on this show, um, it was still up in the air if the Trump team was spied on. That's why I put out that tweet of almost two years ago now. Obamagate was about to blow wide open. If you put that in Twitter, you'll see. Look at the data when I put that out there. I had some good sourcing on this, too. But just to be clear, at the time, the fact that the Trump team was spied on was still not known for a fact. But Levin had put two and two together via FISA applications and indicated that it was likely the case that there was a FISA warrant issued on the Trump team and it asked for the actual applications. Brian Stelter, clown, Costanza, Stelter accused Mark Levin of being a conspiracy theorist. Stelter's never apologized to Levin for getting the story absolutely correct. Now, to show you what a loser Stelter is, Stelter's having some voice issues in this cut. Um, Stelter goes on the air recently after CNN, his network, botched the entire story, screwed up the fake news, basically lied. And Stelter is now trying to defend his broken network, too. But again, he's got some tickle in his voice, maybe a hairball or something. Play that cut. Don't be fooled by the partisans who cherry pick the worst mistakes of individual journalists or the craziest ideas from commentators and claim that's the entire media. It's not. You're going to hear this from the right for the next days and weeks to come. The press basically made all this up to take down President Trump. But the press is just following a trail that Trump created. He has proven time and time again that he cannot be trusted. (laughs) Major hat tip to Mark Dice. You saw his Twitter handle, at Mark Dice, like rolling dice, Mark with a K, at Mark Dice. Follow him. He does videos like that, of course, is a a, a parody. Those are his words, Stelter's words. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but that, of course, is not uh, Costanza's voice. <laughs> I, tell me, Joe, when you saw that, you didn't laugh, oh, right? I did. He had I'm a laughing. hairball. I don't know what it was. It's a parody. We do real news here. But that is Stelter's comments, which are absolutely hilarious, Joe. Stelter, Costanza, George Costanza on CNN indicated that we followed a trail laid out by Donald Trump. Really? Donald Trump put out stories that the dossier was real? Donald Trump put out the mooch was being investigated. Donald Trump put out that his son was colluding with WikiLeaks. Donald Trump put out that Comey was going to contradict him. Donald Trump put out that he knew about the Trump Tower meeting in advance when he didn't. Do you understand what morons these guys are? Stelter, what a joke. If you're watching this guy's show, I'm sorry you wasted your time. I really am. I was in the pool. know where he gets this from he's out of control over there. He's out of control all right a couple final uh, loose ends to tie up the jussie smollett story the actor from empire who uh evidence is now overwhelming uh appears to have been involved in this fake uh, uh attack against him by a bunch of trump supporters that no one can seem to find um this case is unbelievably dropped yesterday now just a couple of quick notes on this ladies and gentlemen um 
you know, fidelity to the republic and the rule of law is based on the fact that we all agree in the United States in a legitimate constitutional republic that the rules are applied even handedly. We agree to some restraints on our behavior um, because we agree on those restraints. In other words, some of our money is turned over to government to fund our military. They're restraints. Um, it's money you can't spend. The government confiscates it from you. We agree to some of these restraints because collectively we understand that there's got to be some common set of rules and that violations of those rules and breaking of the law, the taking away of other people's civil liberties, that those will be prosecuted even handedly, that justice won't be selective. In other words, justice will be blind. The Smollett case is a disgrace. It's now crystal clear based on, and, and by, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, could the timing get any worse for this? Oh. The, the evidence against Smollett is overwhelming that this attack was, in fact, a hoax. The evidence is overwhelming. The charges are dropped. He gets off with a slap on the wrist, basically a $10,000 fine where he's got to surrender this bail money, which is nothing. He gets off with a slap on the wrist. This breaks right after the college admission scandal, the collusion hoax. Donald Trump is targeted. Ladies and gentlemen, faith in the judicial system and the Constitutional Republic cannot go forward, cannot go forward if the rules are applied selectively to conservatives and not to liberals. How are Hollywood elites getting away with this? How are people skating their way into college based on power connections? How do people like Jesse Smollett get off? How do people like Donald Trump get spied on with his team based on no evidence whatsoever? How do media people keep getting away with this? Smollett's not out of the woods, though, folks. It's alleged that he produced some letters that were sent to him that were death threats in there. The allegations now are that Smollett may have sent these letters to himself. If he did... He should be subjected to 18 USC, what is it, 1341 mail fraud? Mm. And he should be prosecuted at the federal level. If those allegations turn out to be true, this guy should not get a pass. One more thing on this. Not only was this awful timing, and, and the reason I bring up the timing is because Americans, ladies and gentlemen, again, this can only, the Constitutional Republic can only go forward if we're all loyal to the Constitution and believe it applies even handily to everyone. Very few people actually believe that anymore. And the Smollett case is bigger than just Smollett. I've never seen in 12 years as a federal agent and four years as a police officer and a police cadet with the NYPD. I have never seen a case where three entities that are typically involved in criminal prosecutions, politicians you may say they're involved. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, all this stuff is political. Why do you think people on both the Republican and Democrat side who are prosecutors run for office, whether mm -hmm. it's Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell or Rudy Giuliani? I'm not comparing the three. Giuliani's a, a superior human being to those two losers. I'm just saying that, you know, pr prosecutors typically can engage in prosecutions that are high profile and later, you know, people yeah. run for office. But there are three entities are typically involved in this. You have prosecutors, you have politicians and you have investigators. I have never in my life seen a case where those three have disagreed and diverged so significantly and yet the charges were dropped anyway. The prosecutor in this case, the guy McGatz, and Kim Fox, who was running that office, the prosecutor's office in Chicago, dropped this case despite the protestations of Rahm Emanuel, far-left Democrat mayor of Chicago. Yeah, man. And the police chief, who happens to be black, by the way, which doesn't matter to me or Joe hmm. or any other concern, but matters a whole lot to the identity politics left, are furious over this. I have never, ever in my life seen a case like that where th now I've seen minor disagreements between prosecutors and investigators over how a source should be used, who should be prosecuted. I mean, gosh, I pushed cases through the Eastern District of New York when I was a federal agent that I thought were serious that prosecutors came back. There's an intake person, a lawyer for the government that says yes or no. And I've had arguments with them. I remember Joe Conway was the intake uh, United States attorney in the Eastern District of New York hmm. when I was working uh, federal cases there. I would have my boss called Marty, please. His name was Marty. Uh, I'd say, please call Joe. We got to get this case pushed in there. But I have never in my life seen so publicly a press conference where a prosecutor is humiliated humiliated in front of the press about a decision to drop charges where the evidence was absolutely overwhelming. Something's going on here, folks. Something's going on, and we don't report until we're sure about it. But there's something going on behind the scenes, and when I get what I think it is, you'll hear it here.
There is no way this was on the up and up. And Giuliani, by the way, was a great mayor in New York. I want that out there, too. Clean that place up. I watched that place transform overnight when he was a mayor in New York City. Just a side note for you. He did a great job on the legal defense of Donald Trump. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I've got a couple other stories tomorrow. Please tune in. There's a lot of stuff on EMP. Ocasio-Cortez got just destroyed in the Senate. Uh, I was going to cover him today, but there was so much news to get through. So I really appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe to the show on YouTube. We had like a 30,000 subscriber bump this week on, on our video show. YouTube, yeah, youtube.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. Subscribe to my email list. We'll email you these articles. Yeah. And please subscribe to the show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. It's free. We really appreciate it. Helps us move up the charts. Thank you. Uh, we had record uh, listenership and viewership this week. The show is exploding, and it's all thanks to you. Thank you very much, folks. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.